All right, all right, all right. Welcome, 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 uh, everybody. I want to welcome you to another very exciting episode. Well, not really exciting, uh, just my jargon of Black Lives Mental Health Matters. And it really does. Black Lives Mental Health Matters because for so long we've been if it matters because we're people just like the rest of you and you know there's this stigma on black americans i think that we have to be tougher than everybody else or we have to show that we're tougher than everybody else um i don't know how to explain it right now um so we're going to get to that, you know, we're going to get to that stigma eventually. So let's do our ceremonial and here we go. That was some delicious blooming brulee. And once again, welcome. Black Lives Mental Health Matters. I'm your host, Vic. Um, been doing this for a while. So before we get started, for anybody out there who don't haven't listened to me before, um, right now I am HIV positive, type 2 diabetic. Uh, history of valley fever i've been to prison i've been homeless i've been addicted to drugs um i count five times that i've tried to commit suicide um i've been around the block let's say um i've been around the block a few times and rolled hard and put away soaking wet so um <laughs> again <laughs> thank you for tuning in my name is Vic. This is Black Lives Mental Health Matters. It's not just for black lives. It's for everybody. Mental health is an issue or something that we really need to uh, promote um, mental health and mental health issues. We need to promote and deal with those things. So there's that. And if you want to reach me, if you want to leave comments, ideas, feedback, I don't know if you just want to ask me a dumb question. I don't care what it is. No question is really dumb. Um, I can always be reached at blmhealthmatters at gmail.com. That's blmhealthmatters at gmail.com. Um, so you have my history. You have uh, a place to reach me at. Um, so, without further ado, let's do three things we are grateful for. So, we're going to hashtag three things. Ting, ting. Um, number one, uh, I'm grateful for the education that I've been allowed to receive in my life. Um, especially now being in college. It, it, it's really, I have a really in-depth view of my worldview and the worldview of others so that is one thing i'm grateful for um you know 
I say it every week, but I'm grateful for my fiance, you know, and putting up with my shit and my craziness because that's what it is. Um, and number three, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the herb, man. You know, I know I'm going to have to slow down if I start working this job, but man, the herb, man, can we just give it up for the herb? Yes. Yes. For the herb, for the ganja. For the marijuana. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Because without being able to forget half the stuff, I want to stab a motherfucker over. Jeez. Christ. Give it up for the herb, everybody. Give it up for the herb. And that is three things that I'm grateful for today. Alright. So, um. Let's see. Where are we going to begin? Alright, we've done gratitude. Um, I wrote down jealousy. I wanted to talk on jealousy because, um, there are times when I might exhibit a little envy, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm but I recognize it as envy and, and it just, I question myself, why am I hating on this person? You know what I'm saying? Why am I mad? Why am I jealous of this person? And when there's no reason to be, there's no reason for jealousy. If anything, there should be, there should be more empathy and more, you know what I mean? So that we can push each other forward instead of always pushing each other back. I mean, there, there's just too much of that. You know what I mean? In our community, it's just too much hate. You know, I think that. You know, especially in the high risk area where the police are, are, there's like a lot of police. It pushes people to to separation. I think you know what I mean. Constantly being surveilled and constantly being police for matters that don't even require police half the time. Um, so. Right now, I want everybody to get an understanding of what defunding the police actually means. All right, so <clears throat> defunding the police, you know, everybody here, oh, we're taking money out of the police's hands and crime's going to be rampant and blah, 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 blah. No, from my understanding, defunding the police would require more social work or more... Um, outreach than it would be to have a police show up somewhere or if you do have a police show up somewhere have some social worker or an outreach person there to help that person so that it doesn't turn into a go to jail or get shot situation <clears throat> <clears throat> so I think you know if you're not going to defund and allow for things like that to for like social work or something like that, maybe homeless place placement or domestic issues that require counseling and police. Um, so that that's what I mean when I hear defund the police. Um, I don't like the police. Um, I 
I would rather keep them out the hood. Um, but then, how we how are we gonna trust communities to police themselves? All right. Well, you see it in a lot of rich neighborhoods that it's possible to for a community to thrive without the police. Um, I think in a lot of the neighborhoods in areas that I, I just think of outreach. Um, so I got a job, I think. Um, <laughs> and that's a segue in outreach. So I applied for an outreach position. Um, with a company here in Phoenix and I think I got the job so I'm pretty happy about that I haven't worked a job in over five years um, partly because of drugs and mental health issues it's health issues I mean there there's a lot of variables of why I wasn't able to work but this job would be doing something that I'm passionate about or that's helping people or you know maybe advocating for people to to find a way to uh to to find a way to 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 know that there's a better way, you know what I mean? There's a there's a brighter side, you know, to waking up to, you know, being able to wake up in your own bed and stuff like that. So those people have been forgotten and they haven't been forgotten. And I think we need to remind them that they aren't forgotten. And I think that's what outreach does. So, um... I think I'm ready for this. Um, I think it can be rewarding. Um, rewarding you and get me away from the house. Uh, for real. Jesus, I got to get away from this house. Um, so I've been doing counseling. Uh, I did go to counseling this week. Uh, it's good. So they're upping it up. So now I see somebody every three weeks instead of every six months. Um so I'm happy about that um, job the counseling my meds I actually had a really long talk with my doctor and we basically argued why the Simpsons have been on for so long and I think that the reason the Simpsons <clears throat> have been on so long is because families across the United States we connect on dysfunction you know there's dysfunction in every family and the simpsons shows that so uh families connect more to that and i think that's what a lot of sitcoms um <clears throat> what what drives them or keeps them going is the conflict i mean look at the show that's ending now this is us and all the conflict that those characters in that show went through um <clears throat> how America responded to that so and his was his argument was the family values 
like when Homer had the chance to cheat and was on a conference or something like that and that he didn't and how he was faithful to his wife or how Lisa's saxophone got destroyed and the dad used all their money that they were saving for a family holiday or something to get her a new one um values like that so i could see his point but at the same time i think there is more dysfunction and that's what the people cling to the dysfunction look at the show dexter used to be on i mean that's my finger how many seasons did he just kill people I mean, and I get caught. Oh my God. But people, I mean, that's just, that just brings up another subject of how there's so much death on TV and in the movies that, you know, we're numb to that. So we become so numb that we don't recognize when we're screaming for somebody's life to be taken. Um, it, I guess it cheapens the, I guess it cheapens the value of a human life over time because we're so numb to seeing it that, you know, something that was, you know, thought to be a glorious gift and that's the gift of life, you know what I mean? Being a the gift of life, the big gift of free will and to for somebody to take that um that's a huge that's a huge that's a that's a huge thing man to take somebody's life man somebody's soul you i mean that's why i have a hard time looking at dead bodies because i can recognize that there's nothing there anymore and it scares me you know it scares me that it's possible for to become nothing and I think that a lot of our TV and a lot of our movies and things that we show our kids are are geared towards that and because of that I don't think that the human race will be ever 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 be able to 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 work cohesively um our uh, somebody said something the other day about our government <clears throat> keeping up with the needs of the people um or keeping up with the growth of the people um and we see it now with Putin invading another country, you know what I mean? Like his neighbor, like that's some ratchet shit, man. You know what I mean? You just taking lives, bro. Just the value of a life is dwindled, cheapened, and numbed down. Um, and until we actually realize and can can't speak to how great a life is then it's just gonna keep going um 
So, where else? So yeah, in class, so my co-occurring and I don't even know what the hell the name of this class is. Let's look at it. I don't even know. Uh, this class is co-occurring disorders and HIV AIDS. We have done the core core co-occurring disorders and the substance use, you know, the substance use disorder and the mental health disorders. We, we went through all that. Um, so now we are studying how that applies to persons with HIV, persons living with HIV. You know, uh, a lot of times they have these two co-occurring disorders. They either have the mental health and the, and the substance use, or sometimes it's just the mental health, uh, because, you know, speaking from, speaking from experience, <laughs> um, being told you're going to die. is it's a hard thing to uh to swallow especially with when you're not educated enough to know about what it is really going on with you um I, people ask me all the time man like how is it that you get up every morning knowing what's going on in your body and I can honestly say that you know years ago I would have been terrified but now I'm I'm able to to continue on and uh, to to have goals and dreams you know this is one of my weekly goals right now is to be able to sit down here and talk to you all um, I don't I don't think I would be doing that if I didn't finally if I wasn't finally able to come to terms with what was going on with me and that's the HIV part um I remember laying in a prison bed and they told me I wasn't going to make it home <laughs> I mean, I didn't really have a home. You know, I still don't even... I have my home here. I have my home. But back then, I didn't have a home. I was just a ghost to most people. You know, I just crash here, crash there. Most of it was drug-fueled anyway. Um... Yeah, so dealing with HIV and the mental health and the substance abuse part of it is it's hard. It is tough. It is tough coming to come. It is tough. It's just tough. It's tough with the education and 
So for, yeah, for anybody out there, you know, suffering because on the mental health side, I deal with schizophrenia. Um, and that was related to doing the meth and I guess the meth finally triggered something and this is me now. I mean, I'm stuck. This is me. Um, I don't care if anybody accepts it or not. Um, you know, being able to come to terms with everything that has been going on with me for the past few years um, and open my eyes to to be able to grow as a human being um, like I know I know I need to be able to work and pay my own bills without having the government help me so I'm making moves to do that. I mean, it's not the fastest. I'm not going the fastest. I'm sorry. But there's progress. Um, I interviewed for a job today. And I haven't been on a job interview in a while. Um, I have to say there's been a lot of depression lately. Um. I don't talk about it because I feel like I have to be strong just in case, you know. So, one of the things that I learned on my outreach uh, interview today is that they don't just offer resources for their company. They can offer resources outside of the company. That is, if you have those re resources. Um, I'm just like a plethora of, of resources, you know what I mean, for anybody. So, and if we can't, we can find it. You know what I mean? Um, You know, these services, I think if there were a way to connect them all so that you didn't have to really have to research that much, you know what I mean? Somebody could need mental health issue, mental health, core current help. And I think I think there's a lot more that can be done. Um, I think we can connect. I think there's a way to connect. One thing about my uh, interview today is that I did reveal that I am HIV positive and they found, found it to be good because I have resources for people dealing with that and they didn't have anybody who had those resources so I um yeah man I think that may have gotten me my job um thank y'all
thank everybody for listening um this has been mental black lives mental health matters um my name is vic if you have any questions comments feedback ideas if you just want to email me to tell me that you don't like my, my voice you can do it at blm health matters at gmail.com that's blm health matters at gmail.com um this has been another 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 great exciting episode of well not really exciting maybe a little informative uh black Lives mental health matters um it really does um i'm gonna take a drink i'm gonna chunk a deuce and we out